Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the Recruiting Daily Podcast. Uh, we're broadcasting from ISOF Connect in Palm Desert, Palm Springs. That's JW Marriott. And this is my second Connect. Last, last year I came as an analyst and it was amazing. Nashville was amazing. The conference was amazing. This year, you've, you've stepped it up a notch. It's, it's uh, dare I say, at least three times better than Nashville. No, no offense to Nashville. Nashville was great. This is just different. Do you have you gotten some feedback? I absolutely agree. We just make improvements year over year, and the feedback that we're getting from customers today is that they just sense a feeling of community that has just continued to elevate their experience. Yeah, y'all y'all do a great job of facilitating the community around the product. Of course, you know you don't run from your customers, which I love. You're doing road shows like. If people actually knew the insides of, of the what, 52, 53 roadshows that you're doing this year, I don't know how you do it. I, but the fact that you go out to where people are, because they can't travel. A lot of these folks, you know, it'd be nice to go to HR Tech. It'd be wonderful to go to Shermanual or something like that, but they can't go. They, you know, they're, they're, they're working or they don't have the travel budget, training budget. So I love the fact that you go out and do the uh, training shows or the roadshows. Um, what have your customers told you about that? Yeah, so I like that you said we don't run away from our customers no, because don't. we want to run to them for you, sure in their are. different communities. And one thing I've noticed here at Connect is that we're recognizing a lot of folks who are at roadshows, but more importantly, they're recognizing each other, right? And so you come to a lot of these shows where you can't afford to send multiple people from your company, even if there are multiple people that you work with for the right. same uh, initiatives. And so they're, I believe they're not feeling alone because they're recognizing people from the roadshows, they're right. recognizing us, they're recognizing people from the community. And so there's some friendships that are pe- making people feel less alienated and more part of the broader community. I was talking to Tom earlier in it, and because he's been at several HR tech plays through the years, I was like, this feels different. This feels like a movement. It feels like there's momentum behind this firm that they're, again, it starts with product. It starts with the relationship that you create with uh, your employees and your customers and your partners. But it, it just feels like there's a lot of momentum behind ISOL. There is, and the data definitely backs that up in terms of our growth as a company, but we never want to get away from what our CEO, Mark Devil says, which is being big enough to deliver on what we promise and what they need, but also small enough to care, which uh, we truly believe inside and out um, from all of us. Well, we I, I can tell you when Ryan and I did a bunch of customer interviews yesterday, theme one uh, was that they view iSolve as an extension of their HR team. Like it was crazy because I mean, customers, you know how they are. We'd always do kind of the, you know, what could you, what, what, what do you love? What would you change? They struggled to come up with stuff that they'd change. And I, I dug into one one comment where I'm like, well, like something goes wrong. I get it. I mean, it's software. Something's going to, you know, something's going to blip, whatever. What, what do you do? Well, I, I call my team. I'm like, your team, like your internal team, uh, like IT or whatever. He's like, no, no, I call iSolve. And my team there, they, they take care of it. Like, it's just like, they don't think that there's a difference between their own team or tech team and y'all. Right. So our success and support teams are a huge part of that. I believe you are interviewing our chief customer yep. office 
Officer Mike Flannery, he delivers on that mantra all the time of being there and picking up the phone. And he's improved things over the years just drastically, and it continues to be improved. One thing I would say is that in addition to the success and the support teams, we also have an HR services yep. team that is stacked with professionals who have decades and decades of tenure in in HR. And so a lot of our customers are using them for augmentation too, right. to the point where I actually had thought I was emailing a customer one time and because it, you know, had their domain name and everything. Yeah. And it was an iSolved employee and they said, oh, hey, I'm actually on the team. But they had been like embedded in this organization for a six month, if not longer period yeah. to get programs off the ground. And, and so it ranges from having a full-time person on site with them to, hey, I really just need help like developing an employee handbook. Right. Well, and, and so much of it, like what we learned yesterday is they want more. Now that they've now that they have, let's say, payroll and time attendance or whatever the, 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 the mix of products are, they want more. Which again is not like a lot of other firms. A lot of other firms are you know, customers are trying to pare back. They're trying to reduce the footprint uh, of the of the of the vendor. And again, that gets back to the language that people use. No vendor likes the word vendor. They want to be seen as partners and, and thought of as partners and spoke of as partners. Y'all are actually partners. Thank you. We believe that. I think the road shows, and we, we've talked about it so many times, it's it's really part of that. And so I think when we were talking about road shows back in Dallas uh, a few months ago, it was that our customers didn't even know different things that they could get from 100%. us, right? Yeah. It's, it's, and again, they had the, what I loved about uh, the Dallas show, and I'm sure it happens at every road show, is people come in with questions. They're coming in with their laptops. Like when we walked in the room the first time, I thought I was in the wrong room because I, I we really walked in. And I'm like, everybody has their laptops cracked open. Jeff's up at the up the, up the up at the front, and he's just like, people are like coming out with lists. Like I have a list, and here's the thing, and here's the thing, and he's just like, okay, yeah, let's do this. And then the customers, other customers, started chiming in and solving the, some of the problems as well, or answering some of the questions. I was just like. This is different. Yeah. This is different. That's the beauty of it for sure. One thing is you hit it on the head when our customers want that. They want more. They want to do more for their employees. A big initiative of ours now and in the near future will be giving them the language to go back to their owner, back to their C-suite and justifying what the need is. Because, 100%. Yeah. And I, I'm... There's just such a gap between the language that oftentimes HR speaks and Sorry. the C-suite. It's got to be the business language. I did a, a white paper paper 100 years ago. It was a kind of a funny bit because it was a, it was about just a topic, but it was on one side it was columns. So on one column it was it was finance. So it was written for a chief financial officer, and and the other the right column was a CHRO. It was written for a chief, and so for, so the CFO is like a paragraph and for the CHRO it was like a page and a half and it was just like a funny bit like talking to the CFO is you're not using a lot of adjectives like it's a different bit right. like you're talking about the business and again real simple things around profit cost revenue etc and I think building a business case and showing them enabling them to build a business case on their own so that they understand this is actually about helping the business yeah it's about people but it's also about building a business case for technology that enables people. Absolutely. We had a session yesterday on translating employee experience. We had our CFO, oh, cool. our chief customer officer, our chief experience officer. We had our chief security officer, IT uh, or CIO rather. And 
we realize a lot of our employ our customers rather don't have those sp specific people at their organizations, but we're trying to scale it down and pare it down to this is what they care about. So if you're going to go out and have a cross function initiative, this is the language that you're going to have to use to speak to them and get buy in. So what's your favorite part of so far? Uh, you still got a little bit left to, left to go. What's been your favorite part of Connect so far? It's absolutely seeing the customers greet each other, that it's just real tangible proof of the community that they're building, and it's so rewarding. So if I told you that I've asked that question of every executive, and every executive has said the same thing, would you be surprised? No, because I think it's genuine. However, yeah. that's really cool to hear. Everyone's has to answer the exact same way. Yeah. I mean, you know, slight word changes, this, this, that, and the other, but really the same thing as customers. Very cool to hear. Getting customers together, et cetera. So are you already thinking about next year? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> uh, you know, of course, brooches are a huge part of um, how we're getting in touch with our customers and making sure that they're getting value that they need. And we're trying to decide if it's the same format, if it's the same quantity. And we we ran a survey of all the attendees that we thought for sure, um, you know, because they're busy and so on, mm -hmm. that maybe they would want. Mm -hmm. Yeah. A they want more. Exactly. They, they want, want more. more. I would tell you, one of the things I would add, they asked me this the other day, what what I would add to that bit is an hour of content from a different, from, from an outside speaker or something like that that does certification credits. So either the breakfast bill, somebody does that and does an hour worth of credit for HRCI or CIRM, or at the lunch period, do, do a thing. You know, so whether they can actually get some accreditation, you know, research credits while also getting all of this stuff. Uh, I know that'd be an added kind of bid, but at the same time, I think you could get more people there. Absolutely, I love that. We'll take you up on it. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, I know that I know that you're already in the planning phase for 2024, so I can't wait to see what you come up with, what your team comes up with. But thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you, William. Absolutely, and thanks everyone for listening to the Recruiting Daily podcast. Until next time.